0: Hello everyone and welcome along. It's Tuesday afternoon. It's betting weekly game bet match. It's the number one tennis betting podcast watching in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. I'm Nigel Sealy coming to you live from Turin where the ATP Tour championships are being held. I'd like to say joining me to look ahead to tomorrow's action on Wednesday. It's our senior ATP Tour handicapper, Sean Calvert. Now, Sean, uh, I've criticised you... For- yeah, good afternoon. I've criticised you sometimes for some of your uh, establishments that you've been to, compared to some of my more luxurious ones. Yeah, uh, I feel like they've got. I feel like oh, they've they've got the wrong remit here. I'm sure they must have the wrong place. I'm sure I must have a. a is that a, a, a Calvert you've got there? This is is this, it under
1: this, the name of S. Calvert or something you've got there? Uh,
0: uh, they must have got the wrong. They must have said game better match are coming and just assume that you were coming in because they, <laughs> there's something, there's something wrong. There's something not right about this place. What's
1: going on? You booked here. I don't know. You tell me. I, I I don't know. I've never been to Turin. I've never been to the um the venue or anything. So I, I you know you know a lot more about it than I do. So are you near the venue or are you sort of in the city or or what?
0: I'm not far from the venue at all. But all I can hear is loads like of children playing out of the playground, which is great, fantastic, nice, but uh, it's it's rather loud. It's in a courtyard here. And um, the thing is, here is it it the city isn't. I wouldn't say it was right up there in my top destinations on the ATP tour this year I've been to. I'm more of a Dubai man, beach man, that kind of stuff. When I come here, you went down to some little side street. I thought, hang on a minute. I don't like the look of this place. And I said to the woman, is it safe out there? She said, yeah, it'd be fine. She said, you won't get mugged, but you will get asked if you want to buy some drugs on the corner of the street.
1: Now, you know, <laughs> that one's quite, okay. I mean, yeah. it depends what they're selling, I suppose. But um, oh, yeah, yeah no, it's, 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 it doesn't sound like it, like the kind of place you normally go to. Yeah, it sounds like the sort of place that I would normally uh normally end up in. But um yeah the the shoe is on the other foot I suppose as they say this uh this week.
0: Well hopefully my shoes stay on my feet as I'm in this town because uh they're quite expensive shoes. I don't want to take people taking them off of me. But uh, no but really a joking <laughs> aside actually inside the little park, it's not so bad. It's a nice little Airbnb it's not so bad. The tennis action is pretty good. We said uh we spoke up when we previewed the tournament we gave a tip with Yannick Sinner, he got off to a winning start against Tsitsipas Uh the big match last night was obviously Zverev. As uh, match against Carlos Alcaraz, been unfortunate for us. We went for Zverev to yeah. uh, to win the opening set, but he didn't he didn't win the opening set, but he won the match. We were sort of quite concerned about Alcaraz. Before we go on to tomorrow's action, what do you, what do you what do you think of what you've seen so far? And obviously today, I mean, gone to the road, just down the road, watching the tennis today. Three games in, Stefanos best pulls out injured with a bad back.
1: Mm. To the surprise of nobody, really. Nobody. I mean the the odds on the odds on Rune probably told you that, but I think it was the worst kept secret of the week, wasn't it? Yeah. Um Sitsipas, A couple of days ago he said, Oh yeah, I'm fine. Today he said, Oh, for the last few days I've had a I've had a been under right. the doctor. Now, you know, it's it it it's not a great situation for Sitsipass, is it? It's making him look bad, you know. If he if he knew he was injured, um he should have just pulled out and let maybe her cash play. But it it's it's, it's a it's it's a lose lose for Sitsipas, this isn't it? If he plays and pulls out, he, he got he got booed, didn't he? The crowd were booing him yeah. off. Um, everyone's going to say you just turned up for the money. You know, that, so that's his one option. The other option was was pull out before and then obviously not get the cash for playing. It's it's, it's all getting a bit grubby now, isn't it? And they, they put her cash against Fritz on and Fritz was arguably more injured than Tsitsipas. Um, It was, I don't know whether you saw that, but they played this ridiculous one set of exhibition tennis, which Fritz was about 40% fit. Um and they were crowd booing that as well. And Urkash was trying to make it interesting by playing some some mad shots, but it was oh god, it was it was it was grim afternoon's viewing. But as far as the actual tennis is concerned, it's it still looks pretty quick. It doesn't look to me quite as quick as last year. It still looks fastish, quicker than you would get in most indoor tournaments. Um, after the first four matches, 84% holds, 76% first third points won only four matches, so it's a very small sample size. That compares with eighty-seven percent holds last year and seventy-six point eight percent first serve so points one in the last two years at altitude. So, I think somebody else, somebody said that CPI was forty-two this year and forty-three last year. So the, the conditions are perhaps not quite as quick as last year, but still pretty quick.
0: Did you see the comments from Carlos Acaras after his defeat? Says so the quick surface this year. He said, "Why do they do it? Why, why are they playing this quick surface? really he's, he's had it all his way this season. So like, let give someone else a chance really to make a little bit of speed." Um, you said on the podcast before the the quicker it is, the, the you like it. So you you you, you quite like yeah. how it, is. and obviously it gives the, the more chances of uh, an upset win. But did you did you see the the quotes that Alcres said?
1: I said that he saw it was it was quicker than anything else he plays he's played on in this season. He didn't know why they did it. That's that's all I saw him say. Um, you know, we knew he was going to struggle anyway, based on what we have seen in the in the previous weeks coming up to this and the injuries that he's had. But. Yeah, it was uh, it was a tough one for Alcaraz. It's, it's, it's just not an ideal situation for him. And it, it, we, we went for Zverev, didn't we? And we were unlucky. He was 3-1 up in the first set. Should have won all three sets, really. But uh, he ended up winning the two that we didn't have him on, which is unfortunate. But um, difficult situation for Alcaraz, and we'll talk about him more in a minute.
0: Yeah, we did have a lean towards Zverev on the match, and we also gave a lean on Zverev on the handicap. So hopefully you would have seen the, the notion that we were going to go opposing the fade was for Alcaraz. It's the it's right idea, to... wasn't it? Yeah, if you didn't take the advice that we said on the first set, hopefully you would have capitalised and sort of cashed some tickets on the other markets as well. Uh, Before the other one as well,
1: didn't we? We got Djokovic as well. We got that over. That was easy over twenty-two and a half against Rune. That was a
0: every single match gone over. You know, and Djokovic hasn't won a straight sets match against Holger. I mean, that that was uh, you know we, we spoke about not being some classic matches. At the tour files, that was a good match. That was a very, very entertaining match. And, and Djokovic just did it again. His mental strength got in through. Obviously, his talent got in through, but his his mental strength just gets under. And what people say on this podcast, um, in the comments, if you looked at the preview show on the first on the first set of matches to show, um, that we're anti-Djokovic. We're not anti-Djokovic at all here. We are we, I'm during the moment, Djokovic's biggest fan. I think the guy's an absolute sensation. I and I, I tweeted out. You know, words can't describe what he does, but we are about value. And, you know, I I think even in that performance, I think that's going to take a lot out of him in the tournament. You've got to play so quickly. Um, Mm. We're recording this before the Yannick Sinner match tonight, which is a big, big match. Uh, The winners should progress through to the semi finals you would think.
1: Um, He's drifted in the betting as well, hasn't he? His price is getting bigger, Djokovic, for that match. Maybe because he's secured the world number one ranking. Maybe people are thinking, well, that's him done for the year.
0: But there was a concern. a concern. There was a concern with Djokovic coming into this tournament, you know, in Paris, that he had a stomach problem. He has, you know, he he, he defied logic by winning that tournament. He defied logic again against Rune, and surely that must, you know, if it was any other player, I would be saying surely that will run out. And that's what we're saying here. We're not saying that Novak Djokovic isn't a great player. We're not saying that we're anti-Djokovic. We're saying the prices we can't bet him. But at the moment, if the line gets too big, Djokovic may become a bet against Sinner, but. I'd, rather be, I'd I'd actually rather be on cinema but at the current line for this match later on today, I, I couldn't take it. It'd be a no-bet match for me. But uh, Djokovic, obviously, the tournament favourite to win this. We've still got that big, big match against Sinner, But let's uh, move that, pass that to one side and move on to this evening. And the, se- sorry, not this evening, tomorrow's action. And I'll be in, at the, in the arena tomorrow. Now, I've travelled all the way across here. I've got no laptop. My laptop, wherever I go, my laptop doesn't work. I always use my mobile phone. My mobile phone is actually better. Than my laptop I get a better reception. You
1: need get a, a better... new laptop.
0: No, I've got i I've got an Apple max very good laptop, but I always get a better reception on my phone and I always get a better reception on my selfie stick than I do on my laptop. But anyway, I've um I didn't I didn't bring my laptop and I didn't bring a pen and there's no pen in it. So I've got no odds show in front of me. I know the graphic okay. will be created a little bit later by John our graphic man. He's he's probably half asleep at the moment but uh, It'll be up a little bit later on to do the graphic. But I've got a rough idea what the line might be. I know the first match will be around about 6 a.m. Eastern time. It's going to be between uh, uh, Rublev and uh, it's going to be between Alcraz. Now, could we really trust Alcaraz? Could we bet Alcaraz at the price? I'm guessing he's probably around about minus 155, probably about uh, minus one, plus one well, 150, maybe something like that, plus 160, something like that. uh decimal, do you want me to
1: tell point, you what he is? Yeah. Uh, Alcaraz to beat Rublev is one point five four in decimal. Um, so, so, he's minus, so
0: he's around about minus one eighty five to win this match, and the price you can get. Sorry, so so oh, oh, he's six. Sorry, start again. What price is he, sorry? One point five
1: four Rublev's 2.5, 64.
0: Yeah, so he's about minus one eighty five to win. Check the Bent Rivers website because my conversion might be a little bit out, but around about minus one eighty four five, and Rublev is about plus one seventy five. He's
1: two point five. Six to
0: four. Yeah, about, about plus 150. So they're the current lines there. The head's head, I do know the head takes. I can remember that. The to head is 1-0 to our He won very, very easily the last time they met. I think it was last year. Very, very easily. Um, Ruben Didn't
1: win that one? Sorry to... But in there, not
0: Listen, I I, I apologize. i i i my 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 research here. Is I'll pretty check. Pretty
1: bad. I think Rublev won it. But um...
0: oh, and is, I, I, I I check in the, the, the head head before I come on and I've got it all completely and utterly wrong. So I apologize for that. So Rublev leads the headset, does it? He?
1: I've got it Rublev six two six one, yeah. Whether that's correct. Or not. When
0: was that? Was it last year?
1: That was in an exhibition, the Mubadala thing that they played. Oh, in. Forget Abu forget forget
0: about that. Forget about it. So, the, so they've never played really on the mate or, Um but the thing is Alcaraz is a is a heavy favourite. Rublev didn't play very well against Medvedev, His a player, he always uh, gets beaten by, you know, in, in the records they played, but can we trust Alcrasz? What you saw from he's, he, we clearly he's got an injury, clearly he hasn't been the same since Wimbledon, and would you trust him at those low prices against Rublev after the match he played against Medvedev? I'm not so sure, you know.
1: No, I definitely wouldn't, there's there's no ifs or buts for me, I certainly wouldn't trust him at one54 um, he's just not the same player, is he? If you look what he's done in his last 10 matches, Alcaraz, 50% win rate and a service points, one return points, one total of 104 and a hold break total of 103. This is all right numbers, but they're sort of Sitsipasi kind of numbers, if you want to say that. They're not Alcaraz numbers. Uh, Rublev, last 10 matches, 60% win rate, service points, one return points, one total of 102, and his hold break total is 108. So comparable, if not better, in the last 10 matches, Andre Rublev. As I said, Rublev beat him easily in um, the Mubadala exhibition last December. Uh, I don't think he'd be too far away again here. He was, I, I watched the Rublev match. Medvedev was great, wasn't he? He was really, really good. Yeah. Got um, under the radar, I Nick
0: mean, tournament. Medvedev. Got under the
1: radar, yeah. He has a little bit. I mean, he's he certainly got the easier of the two groups, or you know, maybe not that, that Sitsipas pulled out. But the first set was, was a really high-quality affair between Rublev and, and Medvedev. Rublev just didn't... He did what he always does, what I said he shouldn't be doing or needs to not do, which is sort of stick on the baseline. I, I did see a, a, a notion of his to come forward. He did come forward a few times, Rublev against Medvedev, which I said he had to do. He, a, he didn't do it often enough. And B, when he did do it, he doesn't, he doesn't like volley and does he? He plays the drive volley, which is such a hard shot to play. He, he can't, he doesn't seem able or willing to, to play a sort of regulation volley. He comes to the net with the sole intention of playing a drive volley. And sometimes he gets it right. Sometimes he gets it wrong. I think one occasion he got broken. He got it very badly wrong. Um, so he, I think he sort of started to do the right thing, but he needed to do it much more often. He's got to learn to volley properly. He can't be doing this drive volley business. It's it it's, it's obviously something he doesn't want to do, Rublev. Um, but he has to if he's going to beat Medvedev, and he he just hasn't hasn't done it so far. I should imagine if I was Carlos Alcaraz, I'd be looking here to bring Rublev into the net as often as I can with drop shots. Um, but I don't think it's going to be that easy to do a in these quick conditions, and b I don't think Alcaraz is playing well enough to play these touch shots, uh, the finesse shots. I don't think he's in the sort of form to, to, to bring them off on a regular basis, to be completely honest. Um, 1.54 at Alcaraz, no, definitely not. I think I suspect you'll get bigger than that in play. I mean, if I was having a bet on this match, it's a tricky one, but I, I do like the, quite like the over two and a half sets here. That was a 2.35 chance of Bet Rivers when I looked at it earlier. Um, I'll check out the current odds in a minute, but I feel like this is, one that could go the full distance carakaraz is not going to want to go out this season on a whimper rublev i feel he he was playing well enough and has been playing well enough recently to make this a good match so i think it's going to go over i'll just check the odds but um that was what i was looking at hang on a second
0: so let's it's plus 42 1
1: markets here
0: yeah, 42 different markets available and 42 different markets available on all the action with Bet Rivers plus 135 is the
1: line. Current. Yeah, 2.38, just slightly bigger, actually, two point
0: three. Yeah. 138. Plus, one, plus 138 over two and a half sets. What's the
1: total game? 22 and a half total? Yeah, 22 and a half. Would that be yeah.
0: tempting you over? I'm guessing over is minus money.
1: Over is 1.85, yeah. Yeah, so it's a minus
0: 120.
1: Um, possibly, I, you know me, I like, to take the bigger, I like to take the bigger price if I can and I just feel like this is one where it's going to be one decent, because Alcaraz is not playing with any consistency at all. He's playing some good stuff and some bad stuff. Feels to me like he'll play a good set and then a not so good set and it just has that sort of feel about it to me. Just one
0: question about Alcaraz before we we leave that game alone. Um, The fact that he can't be number one in the world that Djokovic has secured that number one rating, does that take a little bit of incentive away from him in this match? Possibly.
1: Yeah, possibly. Um, Only he would know, obviously, but Yes, I, I think he did say that it was one of his goals for the rest of the season after sort of Wimbledon, U.S. Open. He did, he did say that he was going to go all out and try and get the number one. So yeah, that there might be a, a little bit of a letdown from him there. That that would play into a Rublev's hands, and it would be another reason to not take that short price on on Alcaraz for me.
0: I do agree with Sean. You will get a better price on Alcaraz, probably even before the two of them. Start the match tomorrow at 6 a.m. Eastern time around that time. Check the Bedroom's website for the papers. play. It's the afternoon game if you're across in Europe, the afternoon match. Uh, and it's the match that I'll be at. So you can follow my, me tomorrow. I'll be at the tournament. I'll be giving you some updates from the court. Hopefully you can find out some injury news about Akras. And I'll be updating on our Instagram account at BecauseWeWin on Instagram. Check that out for all the adventures of myself here in Turin. Uh, it could be quite adventurous night tonight walking around the town here in some of these areas here tonight so uh i'll be uh, posting some stuff wherever i go out this evening Uh, let's move on to the evening match tomorrow and it's uh, another one it's the group is set up very very nicely where both of these two players come in with a winner piece and the winner will progress through to the semi-finals, And it's Daniel Medvedev, as we said, he's in great form. Up have said Alexander Zverev, who beat Alcraz in the first match of the group. Very impressed with Zverev. I was serve beautifully. Some great serving stats. The conditions will really suit the German here. Both of these players have done well here at this tournament and at this venue. Um, I looked at the head 10. I'll get this right. I think it's 11-7 to uh, Medvedev. 18 times they've met. He's won a lot of the most recent ones, but Zverev, did win a couple of times ago, but Zverev seems to have won early in the career. Medvedev certainly got his number as the two of them have progressed. Um, again, Sean, I haven't got the line in front of me. What are the odds? What's the spread? And what are the total games?
1: Okay, so Medvedev's a 1.45 favourite. Yep. Um, Zverev, uh, 2.8. But look at this. I need to put my glasses Zverev on. Minus, really.
0: minus, minus 225 for uh, Medvedev, uh, plus 188 for Zverev. That's I'm the just to make hand- this font bigger. What's the handicap? About two and a half on spread?
1: Uh let me get down to the the game handicap, two and a half games. Medvedev yep. minus two and a half games is a one point seven five favorite.
0: It's a heavy favorite plus money you can get for uh, Zverev plus two and a half, and the total, I'm guessing probably again and a year. Yeah,
1: 22 and twenty-two and a half. Um slight favorite overs one point eight eight, unders is one point nine two.
0: You would have seen the way that uh, Zverev served in that match against Alcaraz. He served himself out of trouble a couple of times. So it really was. And the conditions are very fast, as the people have said. Uh, as said, uh, Sean has given you the stats. They're pretty much on a level of last year. Zverev has his problems off the court, as we mentioned the other day. But you said he will be focused on his tennis performances rather than anything else. And despite Alcaraz not being at his best, he, he held his nerve. He had breakpoint opportunities when he was serving for the match. He, he'd come through him and he served really, really well. I think he was way up in the high 80s on his first serve percentage. Great serving performance from Zverev. And I think with that serve, he's going to cause Medvedev problems here uh, in these quick conditions. And, uh, you know, I always like to get with the, the server getting the start on the handicap. And uh, that would be my sort of angle here at two and a half. Where are you coming from this one, Sean?
1: Well, they're both banging the ball down in these conditions, aren't they? As I said, Medvedev was was great against Rublev, arguably the performance of the season, or certainly certainly, I'd say one of his top five performances of the season, but it is a matchup that he likes. You know, it's a comfortable matchup for him. Um, this has also been comfortable. He's won 10 of the last 12 Medvedev against Zverev. Um, I think the low bouncing courts, the quick low bouncing courts will, will certainly suit Medvedev very well. Zverev, it's, it's, it's a strange one with Zverev, because he often complains about surfaces not bouncing much. He tends to prefer a higher bounce normally but he has won the title here so it can't be it can't be a problem for him um if you look at the head to head in those in the last 10 matches that they've played um against each other Medvedev service points won return points won title 105 to Zverevs 95 Medvedev's won 5% more points on serve 5% more on return but strangely it's been a peculiar head to head actually Zverev has actually created the more break point chances in in the last 10 um matches but his breakpoint conversion rate has been shocking. He's only taken 18% of those breakpoint chances has Zverev. And Medvedev, Medvedev has taken more than double, 37%. So he's been better on the big points. And the one thing, that I, having watched the first set, obviously very closely was Zverev Alcaraz yesterday, he was terrible on the big points, Zverev. He was 3-1 up in that set, serving for 4-1, put in a, sh- a shocking service game, um, had a love 40 to get the break straight back, played three or four dreadful points. Um he should have won that in straight sets very the Alcaraz was, you know, not not good at all. Um interestingly, on the on the matchup, only twice has the opening set between these two gone over ten games in 18 career meetings on all surfaces, 16 of which were on hard court. So it's just, it's you looking at these two, the way they serve in these conditions, you would think, well, maybe tiebreak set one overs, but not according to their head to tw- head. just twice gone over 10 games in 18. That's, I think that's probably testament to the returning skills of Medvedev. I think he's got a pretty decent read um, on the Zverev serve. And set one between these two guys has finished either 6-3 or 6-4, 12 times in 17 main level meetings. So if you want to dutch the 6-3 and 6-4, I think that might be an interesting play here. Um, The other thing to mention is that Zverev did fall over, didn't he, quite nastily in that match against Alcaraz. and he, He described it afterwards as he as he pinched his Achilles. I don't know whether that's a technical term, but um, it it sounds like more of a sort of tweak rather than obviously the, it was a similar situation, wasn't it? To when he fell over in, in Roland, uh, Roland Garros a few years ago, nowhere near that as bad as that. But when he first did it, I think a lot of people thought, Oh, not again. Um, So we'll see how he, how he uh, shapes up. But if you want to take the six, three or six, six, four to Medvedev in set one, two, pretty decent prices. Earlier when I looked, it was um, 6.1 and 5.75 for those two. So if you take the two, that's come in, as I said, 12 times in 17 main level meetings. That score, I've taken Medvedev to win set one because for me, he's the uh, he's the likely winner of this match.
0: Yeah, so 6.364 for a Medvedev win. Uh, this is, It's a scoreline that's come in many times in the head-to-head between these two. Uh, pretty surprise when you consider how fast the conditions are here. Uh, I think this will be quite a decent watch, actually. I think this will be quite close. So I'll, I, I, I'm not going to disagree with your, uh, your bet there. I like the trends. I like the thinking, but I do think the over 22 and a half could potentially be the way to go. I think one of the sets might be quite tight. So 6-4 uh, and then a 7-6 in the second set would be absolutely perfect yeah. for me. So that brings in that as well. I think this is, I think this could be a decent watch this one. Um, so Sean, why do you wrap it up? We've got 42 different markets available on both of these matches. What is your best bet and uh, your leans for tomorrow here in Turin?
1: Yeah, I'm just taking a couple of leans. This, for me, this is not, this is not the time of year to be going um, going a bit gung ho with your bets when you really just it's it's an idea, some reasonable ideas that I've got, but they're not. I don't think they're really strong enough to say they're official plays. Um, but the over two and a half sets, uh, two point three eight plus one thirty eight, bet Rivers in the match between Alcaraz and Rublev, and I think if I think it's a good idea to dutch the two set one scores, Medvedev to win six three and Medvedev to win six four. At six point one or five point seven five bet rivers in the the second match Medvedevsarev.
0: Yeah, remember there are four ways to follow us here on Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. You can download the podcast Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on your preferred podcast provider. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel Betting Weekly Studios. Uh, lots of subscribers there, new subscribers, so thank you very much for that. And You can also follow us and our socials on Twitter and Instagram at Because We Win. Uh, no foot soccer this week, but it's International Week. Lots of great international. Soccer picks from our panel of experts, Steve Vish, our senior uh, soccer handicapper and Rory Barlow, our La Liga uh, expert as well, is on there giving you some picks on the international break. Uh, and also we've got the tennis as well. I think we'll probably be able to fit one more podcast in. I don't know if it'll be tomorrow because the, the order of play for, for Thursday is dreadful. Probably, Hopefully you might be able to look at the semifinals or the final a bit later on in the week if we get a chance. Hopefully we we'll get one more in before the week is out. Maybe we'll be here or at the at the departure lounge at the airport. I think there might be. I've got about seven hours to kill there. So I might be able to do something there. But I'm sure we'll be week, in the lounge, uh, won't you? There's no lounging. I've already checked my, my bank card. There's there's a lounge here, but my bank card only tra- uh, only covers the lounge here in for uh, domestic flights. So I'm not I'm not covered. So I am it's really this is a Calva holiday. This is this is a proper Calva. the only thing I will not be doing, I will not be getting the bus. Not from here. Not this bus stop anyway. I doubt
1: no there's life. a. Is there a bus? Is even the bus stop outside local?
0: There's a few derelict buses. There's a few <laughs> sort of ransack bunches where people have... Sort of robbed the driver, but other than that, no, I will not be getting a bus here. I'll be How
1: far is it to the tennis? From there, by the way,
0: I think it's about a fifteen-minute walk. But it's so you can a walk. It. I will not be walking that. No, no. I will, I will, no, Sean, come on, please. <laughs> I'm listen, I'm you. have seen my video. I'm not walking down there. I'm, I'm that getting bad. a cab. I'm getting a cab. There's an Irish bar about ten minutes. So I'm going to head to that. Oh yeah, shower. check
1: that out because I want to know about that.
0: I'm going to go. I'm going to look to it. I'm going to go to Irish bar, and I might. I might. Like, it's security to walk me down there and security to walk me back, but uh, you won't. I'll, I'm telling you, I will not be out after dark. That's for sure. Here,
1: I'll isn't it back. dark, kind of now?
0: Yes, but it's still like you know, it's still <laughs> a bit of light. People are coming, people are coming back from work. I'm in the round by nine o'clock, nine thirty. Celia will be tucked up in that bed behind me. There, don't you worry about that. And uh, I'll be at the tennis. I have a good day of tennis. I'll come back, have some food, and I'll be jetting off very early. You won't be seeing me around town. Well, I say that now, famous last words. So I could bump into someone, a couple of people who at the tennis, and uh, could all change. But that's my—that's what's happening. Sean, thank you very much. I have—I've I've had no pen. I've got no pen in this place. I've got no laptop, and you've helped me out with the odds there. But uh, I think the games. I think the games. I, I'm I'm quite tempted by Rublev, you know, to beat Alcraz. I think what Alcraz might think to himself, "Oh, my season's done. It's been a long year. Let's get. He back. And I, and I wouldn't be surprised if he does get beat, which. Uh, could be essential. I think, he, I think he is carrying an injury that I think he might follow Sitzer Pass out and not compete on the third rubber. I've just got quite a feeling. That's that.
1: why it's so difficult to bet in this tour final. That's why I'm not yeah. going out on a limb because you just you don't know when someone's just going to go, I'm done here. It, it, it happens all the time. We've just seen it with Sitzer Pass for a start off. It's mm-hmm. Anything's possible.
0: Well, we did see last year here in Turin, We saw Rafael Nadal come over with an injury, and he played, and he and he got beat. I think he lost every single match, but uh, he he didn't down tools. He played, and that's you know, right. Alcaraz might be a little bit more like him than Sizapas, but Sizapas has got no faith, no friends in Turin. Hopefully, no. I have many friends in Turin tonight that get me home from the Irish bar back here to this apartment please thank you very much uh that's been the latest Benny weekly game Met match hope you've enjoyed it uh and we'll be back a little bit later on this week i'm not going to give you a specific day but we do one more uh if the matches for about hopefully the semi-finals they took the to semi-finals look at the uh the tournament outright and obviously we have a tournament outright pick who's been bet uh yannick sinner after he won his opening match against it's big match tonight against Djokovic. hopefully he can get the job done and he could go into the uh, into a little bit shorter price. Buy for favourites, and that's what we want. Uh, Take care, and we'll speak to you all very soon.